It's no big secret. A dead pool is just a harmless game. Sounds pretty sick to me. I'll play his game and make it real. Will the game continue? In the case you don't realize it, Callahan, your name is on this list, too. Don't you get it? The whole idea is to pick celebrities who aren't going to make it because they're old, or because they're sick, or because they're on a high-risk profession. Like police work? Nothing personal enough. Sounds to me like this Deadpool thing is making you a little paranoid, Callahan. Maybe I'll start my own Deadpool and put you on it. You threatening me? Hey, you are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Sequel Remakes. This is episode 353. I'm Marquis Mike. Get your uh, clocks all set back, forward, what do we do? Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, we fell back. It's so stupid. It is stupid. It's so stupid. Um... That was a big debate this weekend because we were talking about daylight saving time and the, and just the idea of gaining or losing an hour, and then it turned into this, this was Saturday and it was no no we gain an hour because we fall you know so it's two o'clock and then it goes to two o'clock again, or you know however you want to visualize it, and it says well it already happened they did it on Saturday this year, uh, I thought well I don't follow the news so okay maybe that's why I feel so tired, and then it definitely happened Sunday I said uh, what. Well, they're in for a rude awakening. <laughs> Come Sunday. Also, do you not own a microwave? Did, like, yeah, okay, you wake up and look at your phone. You don't know. You don't know. It changes for you. Yeah. Your coffee pot or something must tell you that time had not changed. They're, they were just so confident. No, no, it already happened. It happened this morning. Was, oh, wow. Okay, I guess that doesn't make sense why I, I'm a little tired today. <laughs> okay. I didn't question it. And, yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah. You gain an hour, and it is dumb. It's it's pitch black right now. You supposedly gain an hour of sleep for one day. For one day. One day. Or maybe even a couple of days, right? Because your body's adjusting, right? But I don't gain that hour because I don't. I don't need an alarm clock to wake up. Yeah, I wake up at five a.m. every day, so I woke up at fucking four a.m. Why do we still do it? I don't know. Is there a good reason? No. I gotta tell you, I got a baby. We're sleep training him right There's now. There's no good reason. You know, so sleep training is where, where you try to get a routine for your baby. You put him down at a certain time throughout the night. You just say, hey, soothe yourself, baby. You figure it right. out. And then yeah. they do. And then you wake them up. And then they wake up at the same time. And you keep that routine. Routine's really big for a baby. You know who doesn't like daylight savings times? Babies. Because <laughs> they're like, yeah, you've trained me to go to bed at 7 o'clock and wake up at 6 o'clock. So that means I go to bed... At 6 o'clock, and I wake up at 5 o'clock now because I don't understand what daylight savings time is. I'm a baby. I don't have a oh, cell you know phone else? to tell me. You know don't like daylight savings Dogs. Dogs and cats. Dogs are also like, oh, man. I get up 6 a.m. every day, you open the door, I go pee. Now, 5 a.m. rolls around, he's like, yeah. You, you wake up at 5 a.m., you open the door, I go pee. He doesn't realize, no, no, we, oh, we fell back, you gained an hour, dog. <laughs> Use that to sleep more. He's like, I sleep 22 hours of the day. You know what's been a big challenge for us is our fucking cat. Because uh, our cat, we feed our, we, we don't leave food out. She eats too much. Twice a day. She eats in the morning, she eats in the evening. We try to feed her at 5 o'clock. 4 o'clock, that cat turns into a total pain in the ass. Uh, like jumping all over you, just being an asshole. So now it's happening an hour earlier bullshit yeah hey congress get off your asses we don't give a shit about trillions of dollars in spending we want our daylight savings fixed we this, this is probably done the most pressing issue facing americans right now yes absolutely i stand by that yeah. you know the cat it probably screwed cats up more because they're nocturnal they were they were aware they were there for 2 a.m <laughs> who knows what they saw the flash in the sky whatever happens yeah, whatever, whatever signals it whatever yeah Whatever creates... The hand of God. Yeah. Whatever saves daylight (laughs) happened. Oh, it's stupid. So stupid. Yeah. It's fucking pitch black right now. Yeah. Yeah. I get home. I can't... I walk my dog in the dark now? Four o'clock, driving over here. Got to turn my damn headlights. Yeah. Not sa- No one's saving any daylight for my ass. Yeah. Oh, so so what? The the guys can uh, bale hay earlier? You know what? All that farming equipment has lights now. Yeah. Those guys work through the night. Also, farmers, when it's dark, just don't work. Adjust your schedule. Yeah. Why do you say, well, I need an extra hour in the morning? No, just take that extra hour at night. You can bail hay whenever you want. You got lights on your trucks. Yeah. 
I've seen you guys out there in the middle of the night bailing hay. Oh, yeah, John Deere's cutting, like... Cutting wheat. That's, you know, Thrashing might as well be driving stuff. a spaceship with, with what I've seen John Deere tractors look oh, like. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's dark. It's pitch black. It's daylight savings time. We got an extra hour. What did you watch? It's movie season. Yeah. I got... I watched some stuff, Mark. Okay. I got a list today. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm cool. <laughs> it went away. <laughs> so, I'm going to say this is the first time, other than what we did for the show today... That everything I, I would consider everything I've watched of modern, last three years. Oh, wow. I usually got an older movie or yeah. something. So I'll start at the beginning. I watched a movie, I think it was on Amazon Prime. 2018, The Night Eats the World. Mm. It is a zombie movie. Okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. But it focuses more on the isolation and the mental health. Of like a survivor, mm-hmm. uh, it just kind of it just revolves around one guy. Uh, very just a kind of a cool take on a zombie movie. I, I highly recommend it. Good watch. Um, got out to the theater for a couple. I went and saw last night in Soho. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay, I guess. Okay. Not Edgar Wright's best, in my opinion, but it's okay, and it highlights you know couple up-and-coming actresses. I mean, Anya Taylor-Joy is probably already up. She's up, yeah. Um, but uh, Thomason... McKenzie? McKenzie. Mm-hmm. She's definitely coming up. I think she's up. And she was an old. You do an M. Night Shyamalan joint in the summer? Oh, uh, good point. Yeah. Good point. But she's, she's yeah, great. She'll be, yeah. Um, and then I chose the big screen um, for Dune. Mm. Went, to, went to the theater to watch Dune. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Good little sci-fi romp. I think it follows the source material pretty well. Okay. I mean, I haven't read the book in 20 years. Yeah. But. No spoilers still, though. We're, no spoilers. We're still on the embargo. Yeah. Yeah. I think until it leaves HBO Max, then, right. then yeah, we can it's... finally talk about the the big Doom, the big Doom spoilers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, I thought that was pretty good. Uh, the, the starring actor, uh. Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Yeah, I think he's pretty good. I think he's, I think he's a fine yeah. young actor. He's pretty good. I don't know what else I've seen with him. But. Uh Lady Bird. Okay. Um, oh yeah, Lady Bird. He's oh he's kind of the douchey. <laughs> he's the douche. Yeah. The douchey anti society. Yeah. Cool kid. But then yeah, yeah, he's just like a. I mean, as one would expect, he is just like a seventeen-year-old like dipshit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's great. He was in uh, the Little Women remake. Um, Call Me by Your Name. I think he did a movie you watched, the Steve Carell meth movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, in there. yeah he's been a bunch of stuff. Mostly drama stuff. I think this is his big... This is probably his... I mean... Yeah, this is probably his biggest... Blockbuster. Blockbuster, yeah, yeah. How do we put it? Uh, then I checked out a brand new movie, Netflix uh, original, The Harder They Fall. Okay. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, that looks cool. Yeah. I almost... Yeah. It's awesome. I'm, I'm upset over my, my last... My, and we'll get through my list, but... Uh, time and how much I had to travel and drive really cut into what I could watch. And I yeah, almost started that. Two and a half hours. But... Um, the little... The little preview Netflix gives you, I was like, this looks cool. It's awesome. It it go, it, it rips. It really burns. Oh, like, yeah. great movie. It's like every, like, known, like... Every known like cool like black I mean so it's a it's on Netflix you can see it's a, like it's like a black western yeah kind of what it looks like but yeah. yeah you just watch it's like everybody's in this yeah yeah. Uh, yeah okay good to know good yeah good to hear great highly recommend it um, I like that guy uh, Jonathan Majors yeah is he the lead yeah. yeah talk about coming up that guy that guy's awesome yeah. he was so good in Lovecraft Country I'm glad mm-hmm. to see him kind of getting some more. Apparently he's in one of the Marvel shows, too, that was on Disney+. Plus. Okay. I didn't watch, but uh, I've, I've heard his name. And then I uh, watched uh, 2020 Promising Young Woman. Okay. Carrie, uh, Carrie Mulligan? Mulligan, yeah. Um, that movie's just fun. Okay. It's, it's a, that's a cool movie. It's, stra- it's a strange one. Um, I really enjoyed it. Okay. It, it is a, that is a cool movie. Um, and then... He he had to he had to make the list again somehow. Twenty twenty one, pig. Mm. Yeah, Nicholas Cage. Um, 
Pig may have been the best movie I watched. That seems to be consensus about Pig. It's really good. Can I say, I don't... I have, um... I, I have holdups about watching Pig. I almost, I almost rented Pig, because I heard so many good things about Pig. I almost rented it. And I just don't want to see a guy be sad about an animal. Especially a pig. For some, for some reason, a, a guy being sad about a pig. I was like, I don't want to watch that. I bet that's really sad. Understandable. Uh, I did rent it. Yeah. Uh, I think it was 99 cent rental on Amazon. Oh, good. Okay. It's coming yeah. Down. So it was on Amazon. I rented it at 99 cents. So I don't, I don't know if I had like a digital credit mm. or something and watched right. the price down river. But I did rent it. And it is, it is a really good movie. It is a really good movie. Yeah. yeah. Nicholas Cage, I think, and um, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna go out on a limb right now, and I'm gonna say this, and maybe you know, down the road, you can say, "Hey, Mike, you're a dummy." I think Nicholas Cage is gonna win an Academy Award in the next four years. You think he's due? Yep. Okay. I don't think he's due. I think he's coming back. Yeah. He's already got one. That's true. I think he's coming back. He. I, I think. I feel like the conversation about Nicolas Cage has turned where he was I mean he was Nick Cage through the 90s right and then you know then he became like the punchline joke you know Nick Cage and now I really feel like the the conversations turned towards like no no Nick Cage is underrated he's a very good actor um it, it's the choices he's making yes um I mean it was the choices he made during that to you know that that run but I mean, like I heard good things about Mandy. I heard, and I, I just avoided all these. You know, and he's not getting theatrical releases either. Right. But uh, you saw the Mom and Dad, which I heard he was really good. Yeah. People like that Willy's Wonderland that he just did. Yeah. And now and then Pig, I hear he's, he's great. Yeah, I think we're we're, we're got a Nick Cage Renaissance going yeah. on here, and I, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna win an Academy Award in the next four years. I think. He would benefit very well from one of these big name directors putting like kind of how Tarantino, you know, took Travolta and put him in Pulp Fiction. I think because I, I think he has to kind of show up some that well in order to be nominated for an Oscar, I think it has to be in a theater um, for you know whatever. Um, sure, yeah, it has to have, uh, yeah. some sort. It has to have X amount of release or whatever, on, or X amount of screens. Um, yeah, I. I think that would, you know, if someone like a Quentin Tarantino or, you know, whoever now just put Nick Cage in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Let him star in something again that would, that's going to have commercials that people will like get excited for. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, and kind of, and make sure they, I think a lot of his thing is his overacting, right? Yeah. And I don't know if that's direction. That's him. I'm Nick Cage. I do what I want. Based on the Nick Cage movies I've seen. I feel like that's Nick Cage. I don't feel like anybody directs Nick Cage to do that. Yeah. I think he is making choices. And, yeah, yeah, you know, sometimes he's like, no, I'm going to be incredibly over the top or I'm going to act like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And and when he's he's real man and, and like, Pig is, you just got to watch it for that performance. It is a complete, like, 180 for what we're used to. Yeah. Uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, great movie. I'll say this about Nick Cage, too. I, maybe the last Nick Cage movie I saw was Wicker Man, uh, which I don't think is a very good mo- movie. But there's something about his performance that even I think he's given a batshit performance. I'll say this about Nick Cage, who does a lot of these directed videos the same way Bruce Willis is now, or uh, um, uh, John Cusack, or, you know, other people that you go through the Walmart bin, or you go through Amazon, and you see, it's like, oh, that guy's in this movie. How come I never heard of it? I don't feel like Nick Cage uh, phones anything in. And, uh, yeah. So, I just feel like he's always at least do, trying When something. Nick Cage is on set, he's on Yeah, like, he, he's like, no, I, I am acting. I'm, like, I'm, not just, I'm not reading lines and just collecting a paycheck. He's like, no, I'm, yeah, I'm going to act this. And, well, and yeah, what's the part? Whether you, play think, the part. whether you think I'm acting good or not, that's for you to decide, but I, I'm acting. Yeah. Yeah, so, good for Nick Cage. Yeah. Pig, huh? Pig. It's, does, it's does he, fantastic. Does he get really sad about a pig? Um. Yeah. Is that gonna mess me up? I don't know. Yeah. Man, it's good, dude. It's good. It, it's 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 good. Yeah. 
I don't like pe- people being sad about animals. That's understandable. Yeah. That really is. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, if you if you want to get on board the, the Nick Cage Renaissance, now's the time. All right. Uh, that's what I watched. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I you traveled, didn't get a travel, didn't watch a lot of time. stuff. Uh, I watched three movies. One of them was on Peacock, and it had 100%. Like so, Peacock they give the Rotten Tomato score. It had 100% Rotten Tomato score, and it was only nine, or it was only like uh, 64 minutes long. And it's a movie called Wild, and. It, it, it looks like it was shot on an, an iPhone with, like, a $30,000 budget. And it's uh, not very good. So I had to go to Rotten Tomatoes to try to figure this out, and it only had, like, nine reviews. Um, you sure you didn't watch a pilot to a show that never got picked up? No, no, no this, this was, um... Because this, like, a, it was a horror movie. It was, it was a thriller. It's, um... It's just Rosemary's Baby. Like, I, I figured that out. I mean... It's about a couple. They move to an apartment. She's pregnant. And I was like, well, I, I see where this is going. And then I was like, yeah, that was just Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> but made in 2014. Okay. Um, on an iPhone. So, you know, good performance by the lead. So, you know, good for her there. Yeah. I watched the movie in 2001. Taking back to my high school days. This one I just kind of threw on. Also very short. Did we discuss that on Netflix there's now a new section? I don't know if it's for everyone or they just heard me talking the way you know Netflix will listen in. Uh, movies under 90 minutes. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. I'm was, listening to you. Yeah, when I scroll through, show. you know, it's horror, thriller, comedy, you know, what's trending or, you know, what's being watched, and then movies under 90 minutes. Okay. Um, I watched a movie, so from 2001, I watched 13 Ghosts. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Tony Shalhoub movie. Um... It's not very good no. either. Um, I remember that one. But there's some fun, you know. There's there's, there's some fun things. You know, the ghost scares are kind of scary. Uh, I remember the special effects seemed pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Time. It doesn't look bad. There's nothing in the movie that looks bad. It's just you know, kind of dumb. And um, yeah, it's got Matthew Lillard and Shannon Elizabeth and. Um, I think Shannon Elizabeth. The, the that was like one of the Shannon Elizabeth movies, right? Like, oh, she knocked out like. Four in a yeah, row. there was the the American Pie, and then all of a sudden, like, hey, Shannon, this is this. Okay, all the teen boys will go see it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Shannon, yeah, because she did, yeah, American Pie, I think, was her first one. Then, then she was actually in Scary Movie. Um, and then, does 13 Go? She's in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, I think, she, as, like, the lead lady. And then, a bunch of stuff you haven't heard of. But there was definitely, like, a run. Yeah. Yeah. And now she plays professional poker. Now she plays professional poker. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't, have, to, doesn't have to be in movies. No. Yeah, that's hard work. Uh, okay, and there's one other movie, and I've seen this before, but it was Halloween. I was like, I want to watch a Halloween movie. Scrolling through, I was like, oh, this one's good. Uh, I watched um, 2016's Hush. It's on Netflix. It's a, uh, it's just like a... I don't know, it's like a slasher, that's not a slasher, it's, it's like a, um, it's a thriller, you know, a uh, lady in the cabin in the woods, and there's a guy outside stalking her, and she's got to keep him out, and he's trying to get in. But it's very good, it's uh, Mike Flanagan, who does all those uh, Netflix shows that are also very good. So, uh, that's it, that's all I watched, three movies. Um, all three were still in spooky season, so wow. since November, since since the, since the calendar turned, and we're now into... Uh, a uh, time of giving thanks and fall and the colors brown. I haven't watched any movies, so I hope that changes. I wanted to get out to the theater, um, but it just just was not in my cards. So we got that unlimited. You can get there somewhere. Yeah, hopefully next next episode I will I'll be able to report back on um, on some movies. I will note I did start haunting on of Hill House. Okay, I think I'm eight episodes in. I feel like it's the whole show. It's probably ten. Okay. It's you're it's very good. deep into the hunt. It's good, yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's all I want. I've been just one other movie, and it worked out that we had already seen the previous four. We watched the 1988 uh, fifth installment of the Dirty Harry series. We watched the Deadpool. Um, 
The Deadpool is, uh, as I mentioned, the fifth installment of uh, Clint Eastwood's Dirty Harry series, which we've done on the show. Uh, trying to get my list. Yeah, it begins with uh, 1971 with the original Dirty Harry. We did Magnum Force. We did The Enforcer. We did Sudden Impact. Fifth one, 1988, sees... Um, Dirty Harry Callahan returned for his final film adventure. Together with his partner, Al Kwan, he must investigate the systematic murder of actors and musicians. By the time Harry learns that the murders are a part of a sick game to predict the deaths of celebrities before they happen, it may be too late. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, the Deadpool was directed by Buddy Van Horn, who also directed Any Which Way You Can and Pink Cadillac. And that's it. So he was just... Uh, he had a nice Clint Eastwood run. That's his, uh, his Eastwood trilogy. Yeah, the Eastwood trilogy. <laughs> if you want to see the Buddy Van Horn Eastwood trilogy, you got to start with Any Which Way You Can, The Deadpool, and then you finish off with Pink Cadillac. Uh, it uh, stars Clint Eastwood. He returns as, as Dirty Harry. Uh, right before this, he was doing uh, Pale Rider and Heartbreak Ridge. He would then go on to star in Pink Cadillac and uh, star and direct in The Rookie with Charlie Sheen. Uh, also stars Patricia Clarkson, Liam Neeson, Evan Kim, James Carey, and Guns N' Roses. It was a um, star-studded Harry, yes. uh, Dirty Harry film. $31 million budget, gross $38 million, it, uh, making it the least successful in the series. Um, did you revisit any of the Dirty Harry? I did not. Okay. I went right into the Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, after we saw the, the fourth one, which was the Enforcer. Do you remember much of the Enforcer? We played him maybe a year ago. Man, it's been a while. Been I was while. thinking I, I should go back and listen to the show. But right. I, I didn't have time. Yeah. Um, Deadpool's five? Deadpool's five. Wow. Yeah. Do you remember, after The Enforcer, were you clamoring for a fifth Dirty Harry film? I feel like I enjoyed The Enforcer. Did I? If I r recall, you did not. I did not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think, if memory serves me right, we really liked Dirty Harry. We really liked Magnum Force. Magnum Force was the Dirty Cops. Dirty right? Cops. And okay. we liked Sudden Impact, which was the uh, the terrorist group in um, oh. Takes Over Alcatraz. Yeah, the terrorist group in Alcatraz was good. Yes. And then the Enforcer was the uh, vigilante um, taking out like the, uh, the rapists. That's right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Okay, we... I am looking for... Sudden... Wait, is Sudden Impact the last one? Oh, maybe I have him backwards. Uh... Maybe Enforcers was... Enforcers the one before Deadpool. Yeah. Why? Okay, hold on. I don't know how to search on a, um... On a huh, on a Google Doc, I see sudden impact. That was episode three hundred twenty-two. So we did that thirty some episodes ago. Then yeah, I you know I don't do I have them out of order? Maybe I do. I'm not okay. sure. I have a poor uh, network connection, so I can't help. We're in the deep dark studio. B. Oh, okay. You know what? I have it backwards. The enforcer is okay. So, what order? What actual order do they go in? The enforcer, nineteen seventy six, is the Vietnam vets take over Alcatraz. Sudden impact is nineteen eighty three. So I just had the names mixed up. Sudden impact was the last movie. Okay. That is the vigilante um, taking out uh, the rapists. And we both said about Sudden Impact, 322. Hold on. Highlight that line. Well, we both said, um, yeah, we needed it. Okay. I wonder if that was one of those, we had to really think about it. We, we, had, we had to really talk ourselves into it. I, man, that's interesting. Yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> Whether we were looking forward to another Dirty Harry or not, we got a fifth one. Um, what are your initial thoughts watching the Deadpool? It's very it's very light. It's yeah. a lighter Dirty Harry movie. 
there's more there's more comedy I feel um, they almost kind of poke fun at themselves in certain aspects yeah I also really thought tonally and I didn't go back and watch Sudden Impact and maybe just the subject matter sometimes it felt darker and this definitely felt much lighter and maybe that's Clint coming off of any which way but loose and he's like no I'm a, I'm a fun loving guy now this is jokey Clint Eastwood it's Buddy Van Horn at the wheel yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. when you get a Van Horn joint yeah yeah um, you don't know what you don't know what hey, Buddy Van Horn he said I'm only doing three pictures yeah is Pink Cadillac a comedy? I don't know. I don't know Pink Cadillac. <laughs> I just know the song. The Springsteen song. Yeah. Um, the Deadpool got a 55% of Rotten Tomato based on 31 reviews. There's no critical consensus for this movie. But I did pull a Roger Ebert review. Okay. Um, so we have something. He gave it three and a half stars. He said, as good as the original. Smart, quick, and made with real wit. Okay. And um, I also... One, I do think it is quick. It's ninety-one minutes long. This is that. This is the shortest Dirty Harry film, and the yeah, I, I I need to go back and rewatch some of these. At least some of the ones I remember really liking is, see, is this the funnier version of, of Dirty Harry? I think so. Yeah. I think it, and, and that is right. It is wittier for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's get to what what worked for you with uh, opening the Deadpool opening scene cityscape. Man, there's something about nighttime cityscapes. I love them. People have them as their screensavers on their computers. Yeah. I stop and walk. I look. The calendars. I love nighttime cityscapes, Mark. They, yeah. they just, like, make my heart skip a beat. Yeah. Uh, this, this, I mean, San Francisco. San Fran. It's nighttime, right? Nighttime. It's, it's the Golden Gate Bridge. Sparkling lights over the bay. Yeah. So that worked for me. Yeah. Um, Once again, we're, we're in San Francisco where all these take place. And I really like to think, outside of his partner... And his love interest. San Francisco's the, the fourth star of the Dirty Harry films. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that worked for me, I mean, this movie hit a lot of beats for me. We got the cityscape, opening city. We got information given to the viewer via newspaper, clippings, uh, magazine articles out on a table, panned across the camera. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Great way to get information. I love it. Yeah. Did you pause? Did you read through this? No, man. No. <laughs> uh, that worked for me. Yeah. Um, uh, the, was, uh, the, 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 the whole premise was fun, I thought. The, the Deadpool and what it is and, and, and this, this whole like funny movie thing going on. Yeah. And, so kind of breaking down the plot more. So Dirty Harry... Harry Callahan, he is assigned to investigate the death that occurs on a, a, a set. And yeah, a movie set. A movie set. Uh, or a music video set. I, I'm, I'm confused on that. We'll get into that as yeah. well. Uh, and it leads to more murder. More murder. And he uncovers that there is something called a Deadpool, which is uh, where people list celebrities... And the more who die, I guess the more points you get. And then that's how you win the Deadpool. Which is a very interesting, um, yeah, premise for a movie. Yeah. Is that, oh, you made this Deadpool and all of a sudden people on this particular list, they're, they're, they're getting uh, killed off. Um, this is the first time I listen to the show. There, there are spoilers. And, and I, I, I do want to talk about the ending, which is... Um, the the we find that so you know Liam Neeson the director uh, what's his name Swain uh, Rick Swain Swan Swain or Swan Swan I think Rick Swan is it Rick Rick uh, uh, <clears throat> Swan so he's kind of the lead suspect and Peter Swan Peter Swan he is he's a horror movie writer director and the person who's actually doing the killings is. A guy who thinks he's Peter Swan? Or he's so... Yeah, he's like so obsessed with Peter Swan and his career and <clears throat> library of film that he he he's delusional. Peter Swan, he has a restraining order out against this yeah. guy. And I feel like through the movie they tried to give us the red herring that, oh, the killer is Peter Swan, which... 
as I watched, I was like, well, so he's not the killer then. Uh, and then at the end of the movie or, or the final you know act, he just goes, hmm, you know, there is this schizophrenic fan who I had to get a restraining order. And then it turns out that that's the guy, which I thought was, I feel like the Deadpool, which is a cool name for a movie, and then a guy obsessed with this particular director's horror movie uh, work and killing off people. I feel like they, it was a really forced trying to make those two things work together. It's like these seem like two different plots for two different Dirty Harry movies. Okay, you know one one is a Deadpool where you're killing off celebrities, and one is oh you have a schizophrenic Uber fan killing off people close to this guy in ways that are similar to those in his movies. Yeah, yeah, it just seemed like um, I don't know. Did, I was hoping for a better payoff. Did this guy ever work for? Swan, I can't remember. I can't remember. They tied it in that he once was worked on set. He had the jacket. Or something. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. couldn't remember how they did that. He had the Hotel Satan jacket, which, um, when you check in, you die. You die. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch Hotel Satan. That's a great name for, that's a great title for a film, too. Oh, all the movies. <laughs> where I was like, yeah. Yeah, I would watch all these uh, in 1980. Um, we're still in What Worked. Seeing Liam Neeson. That was fun for me. Holy cow. Holy cow. That guy looks like straight from Taken still. Oh, man. Yeah. Five years before Schindler's List, before he's nominated for Best sport, uh, best Actor, uh, he plays Patrick Swan, the writer-director of gory horror movies, who is the prime suspect in the death of uh, uh, people around him. Yeah, and you know, I think we've talked about this, like... So- this era of film, but including, like, probably in a Dirty Harry episode before. Yeah. How these were these movies, like, you got Clint Eastwood, and then just a bunch of whoever's, right? Yeah. Just a bunch of casting call, read-for-the-part people. Yeah. And I think this was, again, what it was. I mean, this this is Liam Neeson before he's fucking Liam Neeson, yeah. right? We get we get James Carey before he's Jim Carey. Yeah, I said, yeah, five years before Schindler's List, I mean, you go through William Neeson's IMDb, and I, there's nothing really that stands out. Right. I was like, oh, that's right, he was from that. Same with Patricia Clarkson. Yeah, Patricia This Clarkson. is only her second movie after yeah. The Untouchables, is, and then she goes and does this the next year. Um, you know, so we've done the Dirty Air movies. I think we, we look at the cast and go, oh, yeah, I kind of remember. That's right, Tyne Daly was in it, and she went on to do a bunch of TV, mm. but it's never like a, like, to see Liam Neeson almost kind of be the bad guy of this movie and then turn into Liam Neeson, like, that was a nice Easter egg. Because this definitely wasn't advertised as Clint Eastwood, Liam Neeson in right. the Deadpool. Right. Yeah? I mean, yeah, at the time, Liam Neeson was a nobody. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, when I when I saw the opening credits, I just was like, wait, did I read that right? Yeah. Holy shit. Did okay. You, did you know James Carey was in this? No. I had no clue. That, when that, and his introduction, I... Audibly, I, you know, I normally, even watching comedies, when I'm home alone, I don't LOL. I don't laugh. I laughed out loud <laughs> when Jim Carrey was introduced to this movie as, um... Johnny Square. Johnny Square. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I saw him, I just, I, I think I LOL too. And I, I was more like a, ah, okay. <laughs> and then I had kind of a, is that? Yeah. Is that? And then, that definitely is. Yeah. Okay. I've watched Johnny Square's... Film the music video. I watched that two times today on YouTube. You can just type that in. Jim Carrey, The Deadpool. It brings it up. I just watch it. I mean, his dancing is incredible. Oh, man. I mean, he's supposed to be a rock star, but he still is coming off as you are the clown from In Living Color, which, you know, hasn't even started yet. Right. But I was like, you know what you're doing is funny, right? <laughs> like, this is not... You're not Axl Rose right now. You he's are... James Carrey. You are... Yeah, you are... You're the mask right now. Um... I did have a question. So this and we had confusion. So Johnny Square is starring in Hotel Satan. But there's a music video tie-in, and that's what they were filming, is the music video tie-in to Hotel Satan. Yeah. Where they're doing a homage to The Exorcist, as yeah. Liam Neeson says. In this world, the the, the, Callahan, the, the Dirty Harryverse, does Guns N' Roses not exist, and Johnny Square wrote Welcome to the Jungle? I don't, yeah, I think... I think, yeah. That is a Johnny Square original. That is a Johnny Square original. From okay. what I under... That's what I'm taking. That's how I took it. Yeah. Is that, yes. Johnny Square wrote Welcome to the Jungle for the movie, yeah. or it's going to be used in the movie Hotel Satan, so Patrick Swan is 
directing the music video tie-in, which you know that used to be a thing. Um, I mean, I, in the was early nineties, like before. I mean, when did this movie come out? Eighty-eight. So I mean, the the only music video tie-ins I can think of is Wild Wild West and Men in Black. Oh, I mean, were there others? Seal, Kiss from the Rose. Uh, <laughs> That's the other one I can think of. That's a fucking good song. Yeah, me. I mean, the Batman was all had his fingerprints all over that. Um, yeah, I feel like Baby. there were. Yeah, I feel like there were. Song, I mean, not Will Smith. I'm telling you the plot of the movie in my song. But I feel like there were there, <laughs> there were songs for the soundtrack of a movie, yeah, okay. and then when you watch the music video, that movie was featured yeah, a lot yeah. in the video. Uh, now, I guess. Johnny Square is more Will Smith in that he's also the star of this. Do you think Do you think Welcome to the Jungle gives away the plot of Hotel Satan? <laughs> is, is that the like? Is it Will Smith style? Also, so I was gonna ask: Did the Deadpool create? Did this invent the rule of threes for celebrity deaths? Is that where we? Oh no! I think the rule of threes goes way back. Yeah. Oh. So that's something people have been talking like in about. society, yeah. I think okay. he goes, yeah, way back. Yeah, because I know you can go back and look and be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, Richie Valens, the big bopper, and uh, Buddy Holly all died in three, or uh, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and um, Jim Morrison all died very close to each other. But So people in society... I think people were talking We were saying celebrity before. deaths come in three? Yeah. Okay. Did this invent the idea of a death pool? Maybe a death pool. I, I mean... Clearly, didn't invent the idea of like an office pool or whatever. Right. But this idea know, of but selecting of a, celebrities. I've never heard of a Deadpool or a death pool before. Before this movie. Before this movie. Or Can after. I tell you that uh, a guy? You're in one. <laughs> no, I I was almost in one. I go, that's stupid. And can I tell you who almost got me into it was an old roommate of yours. Oh, okay. An old college roommate of yours. I'll tell you after the thing. But that's the first time I ever heard of a death pool. I go, that's stupid. That's terrible. That's it. Yeah, it's like we're 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 betting on on the death of people. That's yeah, not I would fun. not. I would not want to participate. Yeah, in that. And I'm sure that guy heard it from somewhere. That guy probably heard it from MTV or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe invented the idea of of, of a Deadpool, a death pool, um, comic book, Marvel comic book. I didn't write, but the superhero Deadpool. Um, the creator did say that he took the the name Deadpool from this movie. Uh, so perhaps that's the first time he heard it. Did the Deadpool invent the music video tie-in then? I I can't Did think Will of, Smith see this and go, I mean, that's what I'm doing? I can't think of a pre... I mean, this. I was six years old when this came out. Yeah. I can't think of a pre-88 that I've seen. This was... I mean, I feel like this was just the beginning of music videos. Right. So I'm going to say, yeah. 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 Buddy Van Horn invented the music video tie-in. Yeah. And so we owe... I mean, Will Smith... When Will Smith wins the Oscar for King Richard this year, he should thank James Carey for giving him the idea <laughs> to go into movies and then rap about the plot, thus making him the biggest star of the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. He owes a lot to, to Johnny Square. Even Jim Carey dying in this movie... I was like, this guy's a clown. I, I laughed. It, but man, I don't see him laying there dead. Yes. Does it move no. a muscle? Him him taking heroin and then him dead? I was like, I thought, Jim Carrey's a good actor. <laughs> but then, Jim Carrey being poisoned? I go, there's the guy. There's Ace Ventura. Because I, I was laughing. That, I was like, this is funny. That was on. Most excellent death scene. That, yeah. <laughs> oh, do you think? I mean, do you think Buddy Van Horn and Clint Eastwood are just laughing? They're like, they got this guy, and there's like this guy makes me laugh, and they're, oh. they're just egging him on, like go over the top. Oh man, I bet he was a set clown. I mean, this has and to be like one of his first movies. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, the only, I mean, Twice Bitten was that his yeah. very first movie? I don't know when that came out. Yeah, that uh, maybe this was his first movie, but. You know, they're on set. He's just... Cl Clint is over there on the corner. He's laughing his sack off, right? I mean, it probably took a week of shooting to get one death scene that wasn't, like, just funny. Like, it was a, it was funny to us because yeah. we... I think... And it, I think 
you got to remember too, it's funny to us watching it because we see it as Jim Carrey, who we know as Jim Carrey. Right. Had we not known who Jim Carrey was, or had he not had a, a career like he's had, we maybe it wouldn't have been as funny to us. But I mean, it was pretty funny. It was good. I thought it was good. Good funny. Yeah. Um, once Ben is before. Once Ben's eighty five. I feel like that was his very first. Yeah. And yeah, because these other movies. So he was in something called Rubberface. I think these are Canadian movies because he was in something called Copper Mountain with Alan Thicke. <laughs> and um, Sex and Violence Family Hour. Okay, that must be just like a special. And then something called Finders Keepers. Um, oh, you know, that's probably, maybe that's his first. I mean, I, who knows where he is on the couch. That is, that's Louis Gossett Jr., Brian Dennehy, Michael O'Keefe, Beverly D'Angelo. He looks far down on the cast list. And then does the Deadpool. Oh, fuck, dude. I'm sorry. I'm laughing here. I'm looking at IMDb, uh, and I'm just... I'm scrolling across the cast, right? Looking yeah. for James Carey. Yeah. And even before James Carey, there is a guy named Jeff Richmond. Jeff Richmond played Free Report Reporter number one. Okay. And his IMDb picture is him on a fucking elliptical exercise. I'm sorry, this shit's... Like, it's very artistic and black and white. Oh, wow, good, good for Jeff Richards. I'm sure his grandson was like, "Oh, oh you're on, you're on IMDb. We gotta get a photo of you." Oh, Jim I, Carrey uh, is listed third after, is three after him. He is in the Deadpool. Yeah, Jim yeah. Carrey as Johnny Square is listed in, un, under the cast is after Freeway Reporter one, two, and three. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he's in the movie for four minutes. Yeah, yeah. But I can just imagine that uh, Jim Carrey, he is also in Pink Cadillac. Oh, as, Buddy Van Horn as crony. Lounge entertainer. Buddy Van Horn crony. So I feel like Jim Carrey went in there, made Buddy Van, Clint Eastwood laugh. And Clint Eastwood was just like, I like this guy. <laughs> like, we're going to put him in the movies. <laughs> He's gonna, yeah. It's going to be a star. I mean, for him to be in a Dirty Harry movie and... The when Guns N' Roses starts that that epic guitar riff that everyone knows for Guns N' Roses, uh, Welcome to the Jungle. When that starts the look he gives the camera. If he wasn't getting direction from Clint Eastwood and Buddy Van Horn to just be as silly as possible, that I think for a guy in his third movie and is eighth on the cast list behind Reporter Number Three, that's ballsy. <laughs> to just be like, I'm. I'm doing leg kicks. I'm doing but he's playing 80s metalhead Johnny Squares, man. Yeah. I mean, he played. I totally <laughs> buy that as a as an 80s hairband guy. I. Yeah, I mean, maybe I don't know much of the 80s. Uh, when he he's doing this hip like rotation thing, uh, lip syncing to thing, I was like, is. Is, is he supposed to be sexy? Is it is Johnny Square? I mean, is, is he Axl Rose? Like, or is, or is he Weird Al Yankovic right now? Both very bendable, very yeah. bendable human beings. Yeah. Um, anything else uh, work for you with the Deadpool? Um, I mean, I, I we had just your classic Dirty Harry quips. Yeah, I mean, he's talking shit as much as he can to, yep. to all the bad guys. Shooting dudes, you know? Him, uh... Big gun. Him taking down big media. Uh, yeah. I like that. So t- taking down biased fake news media and saying, hey, you know, all you guys care about are your views. And by the end of the movie, having them reevaluate their career choices, you know, good on Dirty Harry. Uh, yeah, big gun. Probably biggest gun by the end of this. Biggest gun. Harpoon? Yeah. Can't go bigger than Biggest that. Biggest Dirty Harry gun we've ever seen. Um, yeah, you know, Dirty Harry always, you know, I, I know we said this is the funniest movie, but I think one thing I've always liked about Dirty Harry is that Clint Eastwood is such a tough guy, but these his quips are very funny. I mean, they're not Arnold quips, but they just work for him, like doing his, like, through his gritted teeth saying things. So when he visits the, uh, I don't know, mob leader in prison... Mm-hmm. I, I just I was like classic Dirty Harry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
grabs the biggest dude and just like you stand there. Stand where I tell you. Yeah, stand yeah. where I tell you. Yeah, he gets a letter every week. And then that guy. Dirty. So, like other Dirty Hair movies where I feel like there's a lot going on in this. Uh, not only is there a Deadpool and a schizophrenic uh, guy dressed as Liam Neeson, but there's also mob hitman after him. Yeah, Dirty Harry's got a got a contract out on him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so by the end, those guys becoming his bodyguards. I I, I like that. I like yeah, that, that was fun. Plot twist. Yeah, yeah, that was it fun. Was, uh, yeah, very fun. Um, and but it is funny too. That's like the only kind of scene where, and I guess maybe because he was out jogging, he didn't have a gun. Yeah. He doesn't shoot first and ask asks questions later, right? Oh, the first scene where he, uh, with the first scene where he's driving and then they ambush him and he just he sure kills those guys. Oh yeah, shoots him dead. This is the you know, this is the fifth movie. Maybe it's the it's the time we're in. But I had to you know when he, he shoots the guy in the back running away, I had to sit and think, is Dirty Harry a bad cop? No man. I mean he he comes. Fly to like he's just he just killed all those guys. I think it was really and then the um, You don't get to you don't get to shoot at a cop with a machine gun, drop your machine gun and run away and not expect to get shot. That guy that guy's surrendering. Like yeah. like you don't get to do that. I don't honor. care what time it is. I think there's I think an investigation. <laughs> I don't care what year it is. Put on turn on uh, turn on the body cam. Put the body cam <laughs> on. If someone's shooting at the machine gun, drops it, says I give up, turns, runs away, you can shoot him, it's still a clean kill. Yeah. The Because um, that guy's a menace to society. The I think it was, and then it was the, the Chinese restaurant shooting where, of course, Classic Dirty Harry opens the fortune cookie, tells the guy he's shit out of shit luck. Shit out of luck. And then just kills that man. <laughs> I like he's just sitting in the booth, sitting in the booth with a fortune Wait cookie. Wait for it all and kind of wrap up. Yep. Oh, I got your fortune cookie. Got your fortune cookie. Shit out of luck was his uh, Make My Day, yep. uh, which I think in every movie he kind of has his catchphrase yeah. and yep. that he at least says twice. He did get two shit out of luck. Um, which, you know, that's, I mean, it's, it's not Make My Day, but yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, Man's gotta have a limit. I think that's my, still my favorite one. I think that's from uh, right. Yeah, uh, Magnum Force. They still get, and and I like how they kind of poke fun at the series, like he, like when he's getting introduced to his new partner, and he's mm. like, "Hope you wear a bulletproof vest." Yeah, because my partners end up in, in in the hospital or dead. Were you and disappointed? Just like, uh, were you disappointed? Quan didn't die. I was actually pretty happy Quan lived. I I was like, "Oh, this guy's dead." Yeah, but then like they kind of like. Built his character up a little better. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad he didn't die. Did he? Did did he have a um? Did when he broke his ribs? Did his ribs break through his chest? Is that? Oh, he had a big bloody yeah. mark on his shirt. I, I think it. And was I'm like, like, oh, Quan's dead. I th- I think it might have been a like some shrapnel or something then, from the wreck. Okay, because it cuts to the you think Quan's dying, you know, because he has this big wound yeah. in his, in his chest. And then it go, cuts to the hospital, and then the doctor just goes, "Broken ribs, he'll be fine." <laughs> Did that mean that was that a compound fracture? Then <laughs> can your ribs poke through your skin? I like? think they can. Oh, I that, mean that was an explosion. Yeah, I mean there's there's energies, Mark. There's 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 ex exporting gases, importing vacuum. Uh, I mean. Shrapnel. Did you think Kung Fu was going to be a bigger part of this movie? Yeah. I also thought yeah, Kung I thought, Fu. I thought we'd... I mean, we had him in even, like, in the gym. Yeah. Um, Quan got to show off his skills. Yeah. To a guy, guy was like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. This is going to pay off later. And then, then Quan breaks his ribs. He's out. Quan gets almost blown up. Yeah. He's, he's out for the rest of the movie. And we don't we don't really get any karate the rest of the way. No Kung Fu. Um, what didn't work for you with the Deadpool? Um. Let's see... Uh, the guy who plays the main, the the, the final villain, yeah, Harlan Rook. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got Liam Neeson, we got James Carey. You can get someone better than that guy. Yeah, but that you know, sucked. to your point, Liam Neeson wasn't supposed to be Liam Neeson when they cast yeah. him. Yeah, exactly. James yeah. Carey. You know, uh, it, it's just like, man, that guy didn't go on to do anything that I know of. No, um, I didn't like that. Though I. Though I liked Patricia Clarkston, I really like her, and I, uh-huh. her character itself, it just it kind of took like a a left turn for me because I I preferred her character as that nosy reporter yeah. do anything for the story. Yeah. Then all of a sudden she's like, well, and I I it's okay. You gotta give you gotta give Callahan like a you know a love interest. That's great, but I I didn't like her like. Well, I want to be a serious journalist and 
and that kind of thing. And then they just kind of, cre- they created weird situations with her, I thought. Like, yeah. poor situations. Um, the, the, the guy catching himself on fire mm-hmm. situation, that was totally, like, not needed. and Which is weird for a 90-minute movie. I, I thought there were a couple scenes where I was like, this just kind of seems shoved in yeah. there. Or like, oh, yeah, we didn't really need this to go this long. But if you cut that out, then it's a 60-minute movie. And then even, like, you know, you can't have a San Francisco cop movie without a sweet car chase. I mean, that because San Francisco is the ultimate car chase town. I mean, you start with, I think Bullet was in San Francisco. Yeah, Bullet was. And then all the Dirty Harriers have good car chases. Yeah. And then we got a car. We're getting our San Fran car chase. Yeah. Why are we involving an RC car in this deal? I found that very dumb. And I have, I, I'm kind of into the RC hobby slightly. Yeah. Uh, Totally unbelievable. Yeah. The the technology in 1988, one, that RC car going at that speed would last maybe five minutes yeah. and be out of battery. So they, they, they should have lost, been able to, to, to lose that RC car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you say San Francisco is the ultimate uh, car chase town, but I'd raise you uh, Tokyo Drift. You know, that final scene in Tokyo Drift yeah. down that mountain is pretty good. And when I go up to Mount Spokane, yeah. I kind of want to drift my way down. I should. Man. No one's coming up. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I think in every Dirty Harry film there is a car chase. And I just, I felt like this one was lame. It was not good. The yeah. RC car. Not yeah. good. RC. And you, you can't expect me to think this guy's driving a car and controlling an RC car at high speeds. I mean, I, I, I'm really good at at just letting the movie take me places and yeah. not doing that, oh, that's not realistic. Cause I, I, it's a movie, but that yeah. was absolutely bunk. I, you know, also uh, Patricia Clark, so she brings up to Liam Neeson's character that uh, someone is mimicking his movies, which, uh, again, so this is like, it's the Deadpool one, there's this list of like celebrities, you know, to win this game, and then there's also this idea of this guy obsessed with this director and like copying his movies I, I think that would have been a really cool movie or just commit fully to the Deadpool um, so you know if each one got their own movie I think I would have done that more but the idea of the guy uh, mimicking or being obsessed with the movies if that was the case I thought the kills were then well then those were lame you know the RC bomb and then the poison which she says and what do you think happened in that movie they were stabbed I was like that's that's pretty, pretty standard. Every, that's yeah, that's standard horror, horror movie, movie fair. Yeah. I would have liked if the kills, you know, yeah, let the guy like, especially because the titles of the horror movies were so, uh, so interesting. It's like, yeah, it would have been more instead of if Jim Carrey was instead of poison. You know, I was like, oh, and he was shoved inside a Jack in the Box, just like your <laughs> movie Jack in the Box from Hell. Like, oh, okay, yeah, that's kind of interesting. That would have been a good. That yeah, yeah then, you're right. And then the movie director, right. instead of just being stabbed, if she, you know, like, killed some other way, that it was like, oh, that was just like in your movie, you know, where it says, like, oh, he was poisoned, she was stabbed, they were blown up. Like, oh. Classic Dirty Harry villain stuff right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, c- commit a little more to that. Yeah, now that you now that you talk about it, I, I'm seeing, yeah, how it just seems like two Dirty, Dirty, Dirty Harry scripts kind of, like, sewn together yeah. with dental floss, right? Yeah. Uh, do you need to see the first any of the previous Dirty Hair movies to enjoy the Deadpool? I don't. I don't think it's a prerequisite. No, I've always thought of these as very episodic, like almost like an episode of like CSI or Blue Bloods. Yeah. Like you can just jump into these, which is what I like. They they really don't make reference. I mean, other than I mean, even in the first Dirty Harry, Harry already has his reputation. Yeah, that's the only thing that references his reputation as local celebrity, right? Yeah, and yeah. yeah, he's already he already has that by the first one. So even in the first one, he's already Dirty Harry. And they and by they that time. and they do. I think in all the movies they do a really good job. They all you always have that scene with the captain and at mm-hmm. at odds with Dirty, you know, with with Harry Cap, you know, Callahan over his uh, you know his habits. Yeah, uh, and and they like in this one they kept it brief, but it got to the point. That kind of thing. Oh, you! How, how much it costs to replace that car? Yeah. Well, he got shot up with a machine gun, Captain. Like, yeah. not exactly my fault. Yeah. Oh, we're assigning you a partner. Like, you know how this is gonna end. <laughs> you're you're just setting Al up Al up for failure. I mean, thank God he's alive. <laughs> um, would you like to see 
uh, we talked about this has this changed your mind one way or the other another Dirty Harry movie starring Clint Eastwood a sequel to the Deadpool I don't know how I've replied before no me neither given the age of Clint I gotta say no I don't think he could really play Dirty Harry that being said I would like to see a Dirty Harry movie yeah maybe Harry, maybe Clint can play Harry Callahan yeah but we get introduced to a new hard-nosed cop. Before we get into a reboot or, or a remake or uh, reimagining, uh, Clint did clarify if there would ever be another Dirty Harry movie. And I don't know what year this comes from, but he said, absolutely not. There would not be. And then he made a funny joke about Dirty Harry being retired. He's up in Montana in a river fly fishing. Gets tired of using his line. What's he supposed to do? Pull out his gun, kabloom. And then <laughs> he says, or what? Dirty Harry's supposed to catch bad guys with his walker? So even Clint acknowledges, I am too old for this. Yes. I am I'm too old for this shit, as other close retired age cops would say. Um, and, you know, you watch Cry, Cry Macho, uh, I, yeah, I don't think Clint's into being the, the, the tough guy anymore. I, I think he, he's uh, evaluating or he's uh, examining uh, other parts of aging in, in his film career. Okay, so I think you answered this. Uh, in previous episodes about a new Dirty Harry film. If they were to re- reboot it, remake it, who would play Dirty Harry? Gosh. I have your last answer. My last answer? Um, I'm curious what my last answer would be off the cusp. I'm going with um, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, McConaughey. I looked. So, Clint in this movie was 60 years old. Uh, in the first Dirty Harry or he was no, he was born in 1930, so he would have been, fifth. Yeah, he would have been 60, 60 in this one. So the first Dirty Harry, he was you know, early 40s. And I tried to look for an actor. I was like, who's in? Who's in their like 40s right now that plays? And I don't know if we have a Clint Eastwood. Um, I don't know. You go there, and it's like, well, Ryan, you know, Chris Evans, Ryan Gosling. These guys are too handsome. They're not Clint. You know, Clint. He had all that Western background. He just looks like a. He looks like a tough guy. You know. Yeah. Kind of um, weathered. Yeah. But I've always loved the answer you gave maybe two Dirty Harry films ago. Regina King. Yes. Yeah. I, there's something about Regina. I find Regina King can be tough, can be a tough cop, but she also has that I can deliver a quip to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not Ryan Reynolds giving quips where like, oh, that's his, you know, he's that guy. This is, I'm a hard ass and you're almost surprised that I said something yeah. funny. Yeah, Regina King would be awesome. Yeah, and, fifty years old right now. Yeah, and, and another one that, um, I mean, I guess like I'm thinking True Detective stuff, but Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. Oh, Mahershala. Be, he's kind of like, he's a rough and tough kind of. Yeah, kind of like yeah, presence. he's kind of got that look. Like, yeah, yeah you, you definitely take him seriously as like a tough, plays by his own rules cop. But if he said something funny, if he said a quip, if he told you to take a seven point suppository. Uh, referred to his badge, or he held up a fortune cookie and said, "You're shit out of luck." You kind of buy it yeah. a little bit, but I mean, I, I like the Regina King thing. I, I think like uh, we probably we probably did that episode right after I did watch the Watchmen probably. on HBO, yeah. and then I mean, I I just watched the Heart of the Fall, yes. and she is like the best, yeah. And so yeah, I, I why not a passing of the torch, yeah, um, gender reversal. Regina King would be badass. Yeah. Like, she's, she, she's, she's a, a she's amazing. Cop. She's fantastic. Yeah. She can do anything. She'd be an awesome hard-nosed cop. Uh, Clint, Clint's Harry Callahan, she has to turn to him for some sort of case. There's maybe some sort of copycat case of the Scorpion, yeah. uh, or the Scorpio killer or whatever, and she has to go get wisdom from Harry Callahan, and then he, you know, throughout the movie, it was like, no. She's dirty. Harry. She literally goes to Montana, knocks on his cabin door. Yeah, yeah. He's not there. He walks in, fly fishing, pointing a gun at her. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here? And yeah. she's like, "My name is whatever." I'm yeah. A San Francisco police inspector. She Harriet. No, we don't want to get too like. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And with dirty Harry movies, I mean they're just like. Sudden impact, the Deadpool, the Enforcer. You know, you just call him whatever. Yeah. yeah you don't have to call it. 
But I guess to that point, you can just make a movie. I guess what we're saying is we just kind of want a cop movie with Regina King. We want a, a hard-nosed detective movie with yeah. Regina King. Her partner's got to die. Yeah. I know that much. She uh, gets to shoot a big fucking gun. Yeah, there's a love interest of some sort. Uh, she has a giant gun, yeah. And then she, there's some quips. Oh, and then at one point, she gets to foil some sort of robbery taking place that doesn't have to do with her current case. Yeah. Yep. There's Always this. right place, right time. With, I mean... What movie is it? Magnum Force, where someone's just hijacking a plane, and he just happens to be there. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, this the restaurant. I mean, at least the restaurant kind of tied in because it was the business manager. Yeah. Uh, coincidentally, was there. Um, yeah, there's always some sort of uh, you know robbery in progress that she's got to you know she's got to handle. Yeah, I I like it. Let's, let's, we still stand for Regina King as our new Dirty Harry. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Maybe her last name's Callahan, so people can keep saying Callahan, but then it's just like no relation, you know? Yeah, that'd be cool. Coincidentally, we're just both named Callahan. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so still looking for that remake. Uh, remake, reboot, passing the torch, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. We, Is, we need a good detective movie. We need a good movie theater detective movie. We're yeah. getting a lot, I think we're getting, and I mean, I think... There's detective stuff works really good as series now. I mean, I That's, think, you can really. I mean, this case could have been a ten episode yeah. Netflix. I mean, the, this idea of a Deadpool, uh, and then maybe you could have did the schizophrenic uh, super fan. You know, you kind of could have through ten episodes. You could have given more to both stories. Yeah, I mean, all all the best detective stuff now is cable series. Yeah, True Detectives, uh, Bosch. Uh, Mayor of Easttown. Mayor of Easttown. Yeah. Like, all, that's all the best detective stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... Dirty Harry series? In which case, you don't even need... I mean, you don't even need... You do like they did with... What was the, um, the Perry Mason? You know? Yeah. On HBO. You're still like, oh, it's a modern... Yeah, it's a modern Dirty Harry. Star Regina King. She's already got her HBO. She's already got in there with The Watchmen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd watch it. Uh, okay. Five Dirty Harry movies. You own the collection, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I saw this. You're going to put one on. Which one are you going to put on? I, I really like the, I think it's the second one, the Dirty Cops. Magnum Force. Magnum Force is two, yeah. I like that one. That is, that's my favorite as well. Um, I feel like with this series, I probably have no problem just going back to the beginning. And working my way through yeah. the five again over the course of a year. But if you told me to pick one, like what story did you like the best? It'd probably be the Dirty Cops. I, I did. The, the, as villains, they, they're just yeah. so sinister. And there's like detective work in there too. Yeah. You know, he gets the bullet from yeah. the shooting range and actually, there's, there's really no detective work in this. No, no. There's not, I mean. <laughs> go play, it's just going place to place. Place to place, two people die, and then yeah. Liam Neeson's just like, I got an alibi, like, we believe you. And then. You know what? There was this guy. He probably is the killer. That turned out he was the killer. I mean, the only detective work was Quan going through Peter Swan's uh, fan mail. Yeah. That's, yeah. They did watch a, they had a VHS tape of just clips of his movies. So someone edited that together. I, yeah. guess, I guess that's detective work to edit that together in a nice package. Um, <laughs> yeah, I probably put on Magnum Force. And then finally, the Deadpool, did we need it? Uh-huh. I'm just going to say yeah. I think we did need it. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun watching it, and it was more Dirty Harry. I feel like we always need more Dirty Harry. Based on my rankings, I would call this the fourth in the series of five, based on how I like them. But, and I first watched, my first Dirty Harry movie was for this show. I very much like this series. I think all five are pretty good movies. Um... And yeah, so more Dirty Harry, the better. I like that it's just been Clint for these five movies. Uh, you know, they, they didn't ever recast Dirty Harry, you know, four movies in or whatever. Um, they didn't try to do a six one after he said he didn't want to do it. You know, they didn't try to put someone else in there. Yeah, and then just when Jim Carrey shows up 15 minutes into this movie... I, I've never laughed harder at a Dirty Harry film. And just for that, I was like, I'm, I'm into this. Yeah. Guns N' Roses showing up at uh, on the dock. On the shoot, yeah. yeah Slash shoot. is shooting the, the harpoon. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, the story's 
probably probably the weakest of the sure. five. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they make up for it with you know the the the, the mob prison stuff. I like that. Yeah, Jim Carrey having Liam Neeson in the movie at all. Um, and yeah, I don't feel like you ever lost. You know, sometimes you get these series and like, you know, this Harry Callahan, he's not the he's not the Harry from you know they, they've lost their way. I think they've had a very good idea of who this character is yeah. throughout all my movies. So yeah, it really is just a continuation of all five. So yeah, um, I liked it. I liked it. I as a final to. Dirty Harry. I don't think it's a satisfying conclusion, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I, mean, that, I don't know if at the time they knew this was the last one. If they did, maybe put a better bow on it. I'm not saying you have to kill off Dirty Harry, but like, yeah. But he had that great line then. Yeah, he's hanging around back there. Yeah, Harlan. Where's Harlan Rook? Yeah, he's hanging around back there. Is it the first Dirty Harry where he kind of gives you the the idea he's quitting the force? Yeah, I think, maybe, maybe you said maybe you save that for the fifth. Yeah, I think maybe, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know, I wonder if they just have this movie in there where just studio was thinking, he'll be back. And then yeah. he never came back. Yeah. Um, and, then we, and then we never got to see, maybe, you know, if, if they had the idea that this was his last, I want the final scene to be Dirty Harry, fly fishing to Montana. Yes. And that's the final shot, you know. Sunset. Oh, Al's there. <laughs> That's the reveal that Al's still alive. You think Al died? They don't do the hospital scene at all where it's like, oh, he had broken ribs. He's They're... rowing the, the fishing boat. Yeah. <laughs> He's rowing the fishing boat. And just, you know, said, you know something about catching dinner. Yeah. And I was like, ah, we got a happy ending. <laughs> Harry finally got, he got, he finally got his ever after. Yep. That, that's what we want out of this series. Yeah. Uh, so that'll do it for, oh, wait, hold on. If you have thoughts on the Deadpool you can email us at dbtgpodcast.gmail.com. If you listen to this whole episode and you thought we were going to talk about Ryan Reynolds, we did that episode. 100 episodes ago. Go find it. We did We did Deadpool 2. So, um, yeah, every time I typed in the dead, and I always made sure to put the Deadpool yeah. space, the first result was always Deadpool. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's yeah. not what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, so you can go find that episode. It exists. We talked about we talked about Deadpool. Um yeah, iTunes, rate, review. Uh, we are, for our next movie, we're doing, um, can I stay with tough, tough action heroes? We're doing The Expendables 2. I don't know if there's a colon. We're going to find out. We're doing some action. Yes. We're getting, uh, is Clint in these movies? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, have, I have no clue. I mean, that's kind of how it's advertised, right? I, I, I think I've seen the first one. Every action star and it's supposed ever. to be like, yeah, they're all in yeah. it. Yeah, I think like Jet Li's in them and Statham, but Swartz. But then you got like the Schwarzeneggers, the I mean Stallone's the star. Yeah, well, we're gonna dive into the Expendables. I'm excited. Have I, you seen them? I haven't seen any, oh, yeah. anything Expendable. This will be a fun treat for Mike. Uh, yeah, so watch the Expendables too in preparation for next week. Uh, until then, don't be that guy. Got to see one remakes. All out of bullets. He's just learned a new game.